0: Welcome to episode 28 of the Sports Talk with Hunter. We're going to have a quick little episode today. We're going to talk about the quarterback situation in New England. Uh, Cam out. Mac Jones and Cam Newton got released by the Patriots this week. Mac Jones was named the starter. We'll get into that, my opinion on that. And then college football back. We have a great weekend of games. We're going to make some predictions for some of those games, not all of them. It'll take a really long time to make predictions for all those games. So I picked out a few games I'm going to make some predictions on. But let's go right to New England. The news this week, Mac Jones named the starter Cam and released. And I think the first thing was, not surprised that... Mac Jones was named the starter but the fact that Cam was released. But then, as you kind of think about it more and more, you realize that that was probably the best decision for Mac Jones. Because we have to remember, Cam, he's been the starter his entire life. He's never been a backup. He's not like a Brian Hoyer or... Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's kind of like a career, kind of who's kind of now in the career, like a career backup, like Cam Newton. Even though Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting; he's also been a backup before. So he's not like one of those guys who's like can be a backup. Like Cam Newton is a starter, and I don't, I don't think they want that hovering over Mac Jones while he's trying to perform his duties as starting quarterback of the New England Patriots. I think that had to play with it. I also think what kind of solidified it was the, 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 when Cam was in COVID protocol for a misunderstanding, and Mac Jones got those five I think it was about five days, Cam Newton, he got time with the ones. And I think that probably solidified it. But also, Mac Jones looked really good in preseason. And then the more you watch Mac Jones in the preseason, you realize... There's a lot of similarities to Mac Jones and Tom Brady and how New England ran their offense. Now, I'm not comparing the two, but what I'm saying is that you saw New England with Mac Jones going back to the way they did things with Tom Brady. It was run the ball, Mac Jones making good reads. We're going to throw the pass game in there. We're going to throw the play-action game in there. But we're gonna run the ball. We have a good offensive line and we're gonna trust our defense. And they have good receivers on outside. Bill Belichick spent a whole bunch of money getting offensive weapons because they were lacking in that area last off season. Last season. They they, they got that straightened out. They have a lot of defensive guys who opted out last year because of COVID. They're back. And so, this is a New England team that is going to be improved. I think it's a New England team that can make the playoffs. And so, it'll be interesting how Mac plays. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of similarities, just like I said, uh, between the way they ran things with Tom and Mac. Between the way they, wait, the way they ran things with Tom Brady. And for Cam Newton, it's. I think it's gonna be hard for him to find a team right now, just because most teams have already settled on who their starting quarterback is going to be. Now, obviously, Cam can get picked up if there's an injury somewhere or something like that. But I think for Cam right now, it's just it's gonna be very hard for him to find a team. I think that is gonna be a uh, tough for Cam. And so we'll just have to wait and see what what happens with Cam. Alright, now we're about to get into some college football predictions for the weekend games. And we are starting out with number 17, Indiana, versus number 18, Iowa. I'm going with Indiana on the road. I think Michael Penix wants to, the Indiana quarterback wants to send a message until to let everyone know, I'm back. I'm healthy. Got injured last season. Had to miss the rest of the season. I think it was the ACL or... I don't remember what his injury was. But it had knocked him out for the rest of the season. And... I mean, Indiana was playing really good with, up to up to the point where he got injured. I think he wants to send a message. I think Tom Allen, the head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, is going to have his guys ready. I think Kirk Ferentz is going to have his guys ready. But I think Indiana more so because I think they want to set the record straight that last year just wasn't a fluke. Like Indiana, we're, like, Indiana wants to message saying we're here to stay. Last year wasn't just the only year we're going to be good. We're going to be good from that point on until – I don't know how long, but they want to send a message. I actually got San Jose State versus USC. Uh, Clay Halton really needs to win this game at USC. Uh, They need to get off on the right track. And with uh, Keaton Slovis, their quarterback, they really need to get on the right track. I'm going to take USC in this game. I think they do. Western Michigan versus Michigan. I'm going to go with the Wolverines. But I, I think for Michigan, more so for them to just win this game, I think they need to win this game convincingly. I think they need to blow Western Michigan out. I think they need to kind of calm everyone down a little bit because if this game is close, it's not going to be good for Michigan, even if they win. But you want to you wanna control the game. You don't want to even give Western Michigan a chance. Next, this is going to be a good one. Number 16, LSU versus UCLA. I'm going with the upset here. I am picking the UCLA Bruins. I think that UCLA is going to be much more fresher. They're going to have some of that rest knocked off because they played Hawaii last Saturday. And the way DTR looked, during Thompson Robinson, their quarterback, Chip Kelly, I think... He's going to have his guys ready. I think Coach O at Ogeron, head coach at LSU Tigers, is going to have his guys ready. They have new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. And so I think you could maybe see a little bit of confusion. And plus, like I said earlier, UCLA has a game under their belt already. So that's going to be a good one. Then number 23, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus the number one, Texas Longhorns. I, once again... I uh, The Louisiana Raging Cajuns are going to spoil Steve Sarkeesian's first home game at Texas. I think they're going to pull off the upset uh, against Texas. I don't know. There's a really of upset. I mean, the way the Louisiana Raging Cajuns played last year showed that they're legit. And I think they're going to be legit this year as well. But, but I'm like the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Uh, this next game... Number nine, Notre Dame versus Florida State. This game is going to be on Sunday on ABC. I'm picking Notre Dame. I think uh, the Wisconsin quarterback, Wisconsin transfer, uh, Jack Cohen, who was named the Notre Dame starter, is going to have a great year this year for Notre Dame. I think their defense is going to look really good with new defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, who came over from Cincinnati, who led that top five defense last season. Uh, That was a great hire by Brian Kelly. And I just think that Notre Dame is just going to blow Florida State out. I like the Irish big. This next game, uh, Louisville-Ole Miss. That game is going to be on Labor Day on ESPN, I'm growing with the Lane Train, Lane Kiffin, and the Ole Miss Tigers. I like what Lane Kiffin is doing in Oxford. I like the way Matt Corral played last year. And I think with Matt Corral having a full sp- spring and summer, is it, the offense is going to even be even better. That's so why I like Miami. I mean, I like Ole Miss in that game. And now to, I think, the three games that... Everyone has their eyes on. We're going to start out with number one Alabama versus number 14 Miami. Obviously, you have uh, this is going to be Bryce Young's Alabama quarterback. His first game starting versus you know DeArt King, who transferred over from Houston to Miami last season. He got hurt in their bowl game against Oklahoma State. Uh, I like Miami. In, I mean, I like Alabama in this game. Uh, it's, it's, it's like the same story with Alabama every year. They lose guys. And they already have guys waiting right there. For, they lose coordinators. Next guy steps up. Next hire, bam. Um, Nick Saban knows how to coach. He's done traditionally well in uh, opening games. Uh, I hope this is a close game. Uh, I'm going with the Tide, Alabama. Number, now, next game we have number five Georgia versus number three Clemson. And also, I'm going to back to that Miami game. I think it's important that Miami keeps this game close because I think they, for Miami, they need to show the the country that they can compete with the top dogs. They had their chance last year against Clemson. Then they got annihilated. The game wasn't even close. But is Miami going to be prepared? They've had all summer to get prepared for this game. Will they be prepared? Now we're going to go to Georgia. Number five, Georgia versus number three, Clemson. I am rolling with the dogs. That's right, the Georgia Bulldogs. I think JT Daniels is going to have a great game. And I think Kirby Smart is going to have that defense ready. Uh. Clemson with quarterback DJ Lingle Lalay who played he got some experience with Trevor Lawrence got COVID last year, but he's now the full time starter. But I just think I just like Georgia in this game. I think they're gonna play well. I think Georgia wants to send a message to the SEC and to the country that yo we're we're gonna be really special this year. And this would be a big signature win for Georgia, uh, to go on their resume against a Clemson team. And now for our final game of the uh final game for predictions is number nineteen, Penn State versus number twelve, Wisconsin. I am rolling with the Wisconsin Badgers on the in this game. Uh, I think Sean Clifford's gonna. I think they're gonna have a good game. I think James Franklin's gonna have his guys ready. At the end of the day, I think Graham Mertz is going to have a great game. I think Paul Chris, being back calling plays, he's been involved. He's a quarterback's coach. Now he's been involved with the quarterbacks all summer. I like Graham Mertz. I like the receiving core that they have, the run game, the offensive line, their defense, Gonna be really good under Jimmy Leonard, their defensive coordinator, who each and every year, Wisconsin has a top 10 defense under him. So I'm going with Wisconsin in this game. All right, that'll wrap it up for this episode. Hope you guys have a great day. And okay, one more thing before we uh close. So on so Monday, the AP polls are going to be released for. after the week one games. On Tuesday, we'll, I'll discuss that and give my thoughts. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Because there's a lot of games that are going to be exciting to watch. Uh, Hope you guys can catch them. I will be watching them. And I hope you are too. Alright, bye guys.